You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. All right. So we had in um, in Astley, a Granite Hills high school Eagle. Go Eagles. Alum. Home of Ryan O'Coin and Brian Giles. There you go. So Friday night, I think I had mentioned this to you. I was trying to kind of figure this out. Helix High School, which Helix High, Helix High, Helix High School is, you know, think of um, the top high schools here in uh, in Los Angeles. That's kind of what Helix is in San Diego County. Uh, Reggie Bush went there. Alex Smith went there. There's a lot of good athletes that have gone out of Bill home. Walton. Bill Walton. That's right. Went to Helix as well. A lot of good athletes. So they Rich have, Har. So they have dominated, dominated high school football down in San Diego. So <clears throat> Granite Hills, number four in the county, 8-0. Helix, number three in the county, 8-0. And the game was going to be in El Cajon at Granite Hills High School. So I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm not going to be in like this big rush, but I'm going to at some point I'm going to go to the game. I'm going to watch a few of the quarters. So I get there about second quarter, and this is two minutes from my mom's house, you know, where I grew up and everything else. So everything's super close, and <clears throat> Granite ends up. I'm going to kind of just speed up with the story here, but Granite goes up. They they go up thirty to thirteen wow. on Helix. Game's not over. Helix kind of, all right, score here, make it 30 to 20. So now it's still interesting. Some questionable, like, kind of time management, as you see in every type of coaching, right? Helix ends up tying the game with 12 seconds left, 30 to 30. Ooh. Okay. And I think I've mentioned this to you the coach of Granite. I used to coach in rec ball at Kennedy Rec right. Center, Kellen Cobbs, who is basically completely changed around that program in high school. Okay. 30 to 30, they go to overtime. Number three versus number four in the county. 33. Um, Helix gets the ball first, score a touchdown, kick the extra point, 37 to 30. Granite gets it, they score a touchdown on the first possession, 37 37. Granite now gets the ball again the right. way they do it. Third overtime is when they start doing the two Twos. points. You got to go for two. Granite gets the ball, I want to say first possession again, scores again. So they go up 44 to 37. So Helix is down a touchdown. Helix gets the ball. They scored. They had one dude. I don't know where this running back is committed to. He had over 200 yards, four touchdowns. They had no chance to stop in this guy. He's a senior as well. Helix scores 44-43. Helix says we're going for two. They go for two. So Helix decides to go for two. Part of the reason why I think Helix went for two, last year Helix lost two granite, 46-44 in four overtimes. This is what these two schools have done over the last two years. Helix runs basically the wild or the the um, they're going to use the running back as their quarterback and he's run the ball. Everybody knows the play. The running back's already got four touchdowns. He's going in, gets it, starts going on the outside, kind of churns the corner, and there's one dude, one you know, uh, uh, I think it was probably a corner. I think he's either the corner or the safety for Granite Hills. Just sizes him up, hits him at the one yard line, and Granite Stood wins him by up. one. That's awesome. So they win forty four forty three. 
Did you rush the field? I, you know, I, you know how I do it. Everything. I rush for everything. I rush for everything. I can see you out there. You're the only one out there. You're jumping up and down. That's exciting. They're fun games. Forty-three. Yeah. And now, granted, still undefeated, nine and zero. No, hopefully they don't uh, do the thing where oh, after yeah. that big game, and you know how that goes. We got Grossman, I think, coming up this weekend. Lincoln Carlsbad undefeated down there. We got a lot of work. <laughs> You're on. a high school football Stress expert. Out. I dig it. Um, USC back-to-back losses. They lose in Notre Dame by four touchdowns, and then they get beat at the buzzer by a field goal from Utah in the Coliseum. And their season – I know Lincoln Riley is talking about this, and I'm going to play this for you because he says you can't script this college football stuff, but I think this script is written, and it's written in ink. Locker room's, you know, pretty, pretty torn up right now, uh, you know, as it should be. You know, I've had two – Two tough losses in a row, and uh, not obviously how any of us scripted this, but you can't script it. It's college football. You know, it comes down to little things here and there, and uh, we haven't quite played clean enough, you know, here the last couple of weeks to, to take advantage of it because we have played very hard. Uh, the guys really sold out. Um, we got a lot better this week in practice, and, again, our, our fight cannot be questioned. We got to play better. We realize that. Also important for us to, to take stock of we still sit in a very advantageous position in this conference. Some that's big opportunities coming up. There's a lot left that's going to happen. And uh, if we'll continue to fight and prepare the way that we did this week, we'll, we'll have our chances. I'd love to know what advantageous position he thinks he's in. Oregon has, Washington has no losses. Oregon yeah. has one. Utah has one. Oregon State has one. First like, off, that's they, disrespectful. <laughs> to look into the details right. of what he's talking about. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of teams ahead of him that have fewer losses. Um, you can script some of this stuff. You can script that Utah is going to beat USC. They beat them four times in a row. Yeah, You you, you can script how they're going to beat them. They're going to beat them by just being a better football team, team. than Utah is. Mm-hmm. Not They don't have better football players up and down the line, but they're a better football team. Like Kyle Whittingham has been at Utah – for about 600 years and they play exactly the same way every single season they get a bunch of three-star kids not the four and fives that these other teams are getting they put a ton of guys in the nfl because they leave better than when they got there and they play for a long time they stay in the program for a long time they get better they get stronger they get more physical and they grind you up this is without cam rising Right. Well, yeah, they shut him down for the yeah, rest of the season. For the rest of the but year. Th- this is a perfect mm-hmm. example of USC's got all of these guys that are winning awards and all they're on TV commercials, all this stuff, and that's great. You got good players, good for you. But when it comes down to what Lincoln Riley was talking, a play here or a play there, Utah's going to win that battle every single time, just because they're a better team than USC. It's no surprise what happened on Saturday. Re- really, for me personally, it's not a shock. Um, we were talking about this about a week, actually after they lost to Notre Dame. And then the question was, well, how many losses do you think that they're going to have? How many? How many do you think? So is this, are they going to lose four games? Five? Four sounds about right. L- listen. Yikes. Listen, it, it, it's nothing that happened on Saturday I think was a surprise. When Utah goes up 28-14 to 14 and Lincoln Riley brings them all the way back and they take a 32-31 to 31 lead – that almost is not a surprise. It's mm-hmm. it's it's uh, it's um, arguably the most talented, gifted player in all of college football doing what he does. And was it also not a surprise that Utah found a way to go end the game and not kick a field a goal? Bit. Not even. <laughs> and a and listen, bit. there was a penalty. There was 
um, the quarterback for Utah on a was it third down I can't remember but clock is ticking gets 25 plus yards on a scramble and and next thing you know Utah's in a position to win the game all year long we've watched USC they're telling us we are not good enough to compete in the Pac-12 as far as a Pac-12 championship they're clearly not good enough to be one of the final four teams to make the college football championship they told us that against Arizona they told us that against Arizona State. They told us that against Colorado. They've played in games where they're telling you this isn't even the cream of the crop talent at no. all in the Pac-12, and we can't hang with it. By the time they finally played a good ranked opponent, they lost by four touchdowns at Notre Dame. The Utah loss is not a surprise to me. The only surprise moving forward is if they find a way to get better, and I just don't – what trajectory are you seeing that you think it's going to get better week to week? I don't. I, I, I think because they have Washington coming up here in two weeks. They play Cal uh, on the road, and then they come back to L.A. They'll play Washington the Coliseum. Washington's one of the best teams in the country, right? Washington is going to give them a hell of a time. Maybe SC can find a way to win. they got to turn around the very next weekend and go, go to, to Eugene and yeah. play a Ducks team that will be either a one-loss. They, they, Ducks have to go to Utah to play at Salt Lake this weekend. That's a very big game as well. But there is no break, and the defense isn't getting a lot better. And like you said, Slee, the reason that SC was in the mix the way that they were last year and yeah. the reason that they were able to get to 6-0 and the way that they were this year is because – Caleb Williams is that good. Caleb, Caleb Williams is able to cover up for so many things that aren't that good. An offensive line that's not that good. Special teams unit that's not that good. Yep. A defensive unit that we've been talking about from the beginning of the season. It's just that number 13 is so extraordinary yep. Yep. that other stuff, you're like, oh, well, he'll fix it. It's kind of like we were talking about the Rams. That When you have all this talent, it just this, the little things don't really matter as much. Well, he's been covering for all the little things. And now you're going up against really good teams. And, oh, by the way, Caleb Williams is leaving. Caleb Williams is going to go to the NFL. You're going to go into a conference that has Ohio State, Michigan, Wisconsin, Penn State, and, oh, by the way, you're bringing Washington and Oregon with you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now instead of playing in a conference where – and this year is a little bit of an outlier because it's particularly good – but you're going to have a meat grinder of a schedule more seasons than not. Your best player is leaving. Where, where is this program right now? It, it, it felt like they kind of jumped to the front of the line last year because of the Heisman Trophy and everything else. Sure. But right sure. now, they're kind of in the middle of the pack in their own conference, and they're going to a better league. We need to see Lincoln Riley, Riley build a team because he inherited a really good team with Oklahoma. And obviously, he built Oklahoma still continuously after that, but he inherited a good team. He, he didn't inherit a good team here at USC, no. but he brought people in as transfers. And obviously, yeah, that was the big pitch was like, hey, yeah. we don't have to build. We got the transfer portal. We go get we go get guys right out the gate and just kind of keep building right But how away. the Nick Sabans of the world and how the Kirby Smarts of the world is both they get they get transfers, but they also do really well to build a team. And okay. I think that might takes time. It at, does. At best. I'm by the way, I'm okay with the takes takes time. One of the things that he said, um, one of the things that he said that he said in, in one of his long quotes, we're not going anywhere. We signed up to do this for a long time. Okay. By the way, you could believe that, you could not believe it. But that to me is the one thing that's most important with Lincoln Riley right now. Are you going to be at SC for the next three to five years? And I think that. Let me ask you this because I, I think it's a really good question. Yeah. Can you say that about most guys? Like, I know, like, for instance, Kyle Whittingham, will he be at Utah in three years? Yeah. Can he I give will. you an example of what I mean? Almost by that? everybody else feels like it's really tenuous I, year to year. Can I give an example by that? 
is his is he at USC today right now sitting there in his office is he saying to himself I'm so committed to this school. I'm not saying that other opportunities can't come up. Yeah. I'm not saying that the NFL might not come calling in a year or so. My question is, is his mind frame, I'm going to turn this thing around, and I'm not going anywhere until it happens. I, I don't know if I if I feel that that commitment is there from Lincoln Riley. I don't. Let's talk about that because I, I feel a little bit differently than that. I, I think he is your prototypical college football coach that I'm you have my full attention right up until I leave I think that's how this goes we got some phone calls that I want to get into as well it's all coming up it's Travis Lee 710 ESPN hi this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg and ESPN bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring the official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt Stephen A. Smith and me from the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark there's no better time for sports fans sign up today and new users get a hundred dollars in bonus bets for making any sports book bet download ESPN bet today what a play must be 21 plus and present in select states gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply see app for details We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, y'all. So Alabama, number nine. <laughs> Alabama beat Tennessee 34 to 20. And Alabama now is ranked number nine in the AP mm-hmm. College Bowl. Um, the college football playoff poll will be coming out sometime in the next Halloween. week. Halloween. And so look out for Alabama. They're sitting at seven and one with wins against two ranked teams. And LSU is coming up next. So next week is going to be a big uh, challenge for Alabama to take on LSU. They're right now at the at the top of the SEC West. Yep. Do not let them into the playoffs because they will mess things up for everybody else. Okay, just real quick. Nobody thought that the end of Alabama football was here, right? I know that yeah. they they looked pretty bad against Texas, yeah. and they had was a clunker against UCF, was it? Or well, USF? USF. USF. Yes. Even this weekend, what were they down at half? I they, look it up. they were down. Uh, they, listen, they, they shown you're so accustomed to seeing them just win and dominate yep. that yep. the moment you don't, you're like, their their quarterback is mediocre, which is the problem that they have this year. But everything else is still pretty. Nick Saban did not forget how to play football. Nick Saban did not forget which kids to go pick to come play football yeah. for him. He is a genius at this. He didn't just wake up dumb one morning and forget how to do it do i'm I'm with you do not let them hang around somebody needs to give them hanging around brother of course they are that's this is this is they're they're in a great spot yeah Yeah. if they win the sec if they look if they lurk around they could still win the sec of course they can and if they lurk around there's the committee is going to get alabama in if they can as of because they trust them as of right now you know the conference is obviously east and west alabama's on top of the west they have one loss um, I don't know what the rest of their schedule looks like, but it is in their hands. That it was so the, they play LSU still. So that's yeah. the biggest test left in the schedule. That's the only ranked team left, but obviously they end with Auburn. The USF loss, the USF close call, is the one that made you go, "Oh, they might not be very good." Texas is a good team that beat them. Whatever, you're going to lose a game here and there. The USF one was genuinely weird. They should have won that game by a bunch, and they didn't. 
but like they close did against win. A&M. They, they did, but they won. You know, they, they're just – It's true. They, no, they, it's they a work in progress. And as long as you keep winning these games and they're not fatal flaws – now, maybe their quarterback, yeah. Milrow is the guy that's kind of settled in in that spot. He's not great by Alabama standards, but they got, they got so, nothing but NFL players all over that roster. So in half, they're down 20-7. to seven. And I think that's one of the the at least in in the Saban window to be down by that much at home. It's one of the biggest that they've been down at home. All right, yeah, so- uh, U- USF um, was up was up on them too at half too, but I don't think it was. It might not have been at home, but it was still pretty bad. And they only ended up scoring like twenty points in that game too. It was a very low scoring game right. against USF. Also today, you could go hang out with Jorge uh, what are you at doing? HPC. The yeah, hell are so- you doing over right, there? Hold on, hold on, the over there? hold on. Where's the camera? All oh, right, right here, Carlo. Make sure it's a one shot. <laughs> <laughs> He's directing right, so, and producing so, at the same so, time. So, so check out the swag. Like, check out the hat. Check out the crispy sweater, like we like to say, Travis. Yep. So, Niner fans, today, 5 p.m., Hollywood Park Casino. Join me for a Monday night football watch party as the Niners take on the Vikings, and you'll have a chance to win a million dollars as part of our Million Dollar Monday contest. That's it. And, uh, yeah, just come come out and just have some fun. You know, get a beer or two or whatever. Uh, Hollywood Park Casino, eat, drink, and play. There you go. You're going to be— 5 p.m. Is that a uh, Niner— cinco. T-shirt underneath your Niner sweatshirt. It's my uh, McCaffrey T-shirt. Of yes, course it is. And don't worry, he's wearing also wearing red shoes. Three pieces oh, of swag. Out, and, look, look, oh yeah, he's got, got his Niner, Niner shoes too. My goodness, you look like an assistant coach. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you look like you're ready to go out there and start taking over for he's the coordinator. Uh, Shanahan, no doubt. Uh, you asked the question a second ago, Slee. Yeah. If Lincoln Riley is a long termer at at SC, I think he is in the category of the guys that are there until the second he's not there. Okay. Like, Nick Saban, I don't think he's going anywhere until Nick Saban decides he wants to Stop hang it coaching. Yeah. Right. I think a guy like Kyle Winningham at Utah, because clearly there's been other opportunities that he hasn't pursued. Mm-hmm. He's got a good program. They play at a high level. He's good. There's probably one or two. Jim Harbaugh is at Michigan right up until he's not at Michigan, right? I think I think Lincoln Riley falls into that. That if SC can continue to be good, and you know, again, they're, they're a two-loss team. I think they're going to lose a couple more along the way, but they're still a good team. It's a marquee brand. He's a marquee brand. Somebody in the NFL is going to knock on his door at one point or another, I believe, and he'll think about it. But I don't think it's one of these where he's in his office right now saying, "Ah, man, I, I got a two-year plan and I'm out of here." I think it's I'm here. Full stop, right up until some. I don't think he was lo- looking to leave Oklahoma until SC showed up and said, What do you want? He goes, yeah. You can't afford it. Try me. What do you want? I want this, this, and this. Done. You want to get on the plane? What? <laughs> I, I, it's going to be one of those sorts of things, but I don't think he's actively looking to leave. If I, and I'm, I'm not trying to say that he's actively looking to leave, what I'm saying more of is. We spent a couple stories last week of, hey, would he go to the NFL? Would he go with Caleb Williams? Is there a position? Is there a situation where a team needs a coach and a quarterback? They would take Caleb Williams, but then they'd also consider Lincoln Riley. Uh-huh. I think there's a little bit of doubt, and that's all I'm referring to because that's all you need if you're Washington or Oregon or some of these other schools. They're to doing say, that anyway, though. They, they might be doing it anyways, but there's also topics that are very relevant that are fresh around Lincoln Riley. Where I don't know, and I'm gonna go back to the quote that I read. And again, you may I may read it, and you say, "Al, every coach says this," but he said, "We're not going anywhere. We signed up to do this for a long time." I think that's important because I think there's a little perception that, at least for me, aside from let's just say they only had one more loss 
the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. You pick the team. Let's say they beat Washington. Sure. They lost at Oregon, and then they beat UCLA, and whoever's left Cal, I think, is the other school. There might be one other one. Um, you still got three losses. Mm-hmm. You're not making it to the Pac-12 championship. Um, you're obviously not in the discussion for any of those stuff. So that's two years in a row that you've been at SC, and I, I'm not. I don't think last. I thought last year was a good year for USC, but even if he gets one more loss, you took a step back. That there's just you should you want to feel a certain way that your coaches. I left Oklahoma to come turn around USC. That until I turn around USC, I don't want to look anywhere else. That I'm going to get paid X amount of dollars. I'm going to get opportunities. SC is going to give me everything I possibly need. But the goal and the accomplishment of turning around SC, especially as they're going to go into one of these better conferences, you're hoping that that's the number one priority for him. I think what he said, this is a classic two things can be true at the same time. I I don't think he meant I'm here. Don't, Don't worry about me. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to grow roots here. But I also think it's just boilerplate what these guys say. But I don't think he's trying to shoehorn his way out. I think that it's changed so dramatically over the course of the last four or five years with the coaches have always kind of moved around a lot, but now the players can basically leave whenever they want. Yeah. The players are individual entities that are economically viable and professionally viable that I can go over here. I'm not getting enough time at SC. I'll just go to Oregon or, or vice versa, right? That I can find a place. Bo Nix has been in college football for 43 years. And he's still out there running around doing his thing. starts. I, most of all time. And by the way, they got like five or six games left. He's going to play a million games by the time it's all said and done. So this I'm here for life thing, eh, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't mean that for the coaches. It doesn't mean that for the players. Like the guy, especially the really good ones, the guys that show up and stay for a long time are kind of the outliers. It's just, it's just changed so dramatically so quickly. Let's try a phone call here. Compton, J.D. and Compton. J.D., what's up? Yeah, man, Lincoln Riley, he has no plans to stay here because he's going to leave with Caleb. Because he, he refuses to put a defensive coach in place. Why would he hire Cliff Kingsbury? Please explain that one to me. He deserves to be fired just for hiring Cliff Kingsbury. Like, you got him patrolling the sideline like he's going to help that defense here. That's giving up 30 points a game. I don't get it. He, don't, he doesn't seem committed to SC at all. And can I get on another topic? Sure. The NFL in a quarterback-driven league. And all it is is a glorified game of Frisbee. Because there's nothing else, but all they're doing is playing catch. Who can make the fanciest catch? Who can make the fanciest throw? Where is the rest of the football game? I used to go to Raider games. And the best play in the game was when that returner turned that corner and the whole stadium stood up. When he caught that sideline and he hit that next gear, that was always the most exciting play of the football game. And it seemed like the league has just regulated that out intentionally by throwing a flag on every kickoff. Well, they don't want kickoffs. Thanks for the call, J.D. Yeah, the, they don't. The, the NFL very clearly wants the kickoff to disappear. <laughs> I, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if they just flat out get ball rid of it. Ball at 25. Right. Yeah. Here's the ball at the 25. Good luck yep. moving at 75 yards. They Player safety is at least something that they are publicly concerned about. Whether they are or not, we could debate that. But at least publicly, they're trying to eliminate, you know, 
here's all 10 guys with a 50 yard yeah. running head start smashing into people they're, they're they want to save that, that for guys like travis on youtube <laughs> exactly. on his anniversary to go home and watch exactly uh by the way nfl's most vicious hits that's where you start it's unbelievable glorified frisbee i'd push back on that but the nfl goes where the, the viewers are people love the nfl like they love nothing else the top tel- television programs of every year are NFL football games. That's it. So, J.D., you might miss the uh, the totality of a nice, you know, two-yard trap draw, but okay, they're going to chuck it. It is seven-on-seven, seven, yeah. and people seem to dig it. Yeah, he wanted ugly. You should have watched Pittsburgh yesterday. It's a perfect example. That, that's that, that's old-school ugly football. But one, one other thing on, on Lincoln Riley, too, and listen, I, I, I don't have the answer to this, but could it just be as simple as this as well? They end up with three, four losses this year. Um, is there a chance Lincoln Riley's just an overrated head coach? That he is I like that question. That that he is at a program where there's a lot of other good schools. Uh, it's only gonna get more difficult for USC as you move forward. I think he has shown blinders of not wanting to improve his defense and finding somebody Fair. that could take care of that side of the ball. Um could he just be an overrated head coach that he was in a conference in the past that had incredible success in Oklahoma? What do you have, like an 800 winning percentage, but also one in four in bowl games when you actually went up against the best competition? Maybe we're finding out a little bit more about Lincoln Riley I, as well. I, overrated, I think, depends on who we're rating him against. Is he Nick Saban or Kirby Smart or Jim Harbaugh? No, he's not. Is he better than 90% of these guys? Yeah, he is. So is he one of the five or six best? Probably not. Is he one of the 12 or 15 best? Yeah, he Was is. Was SC looking for... Hey, look, I, 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 I've yeah. been critical. SC had a series of guys that were not the right guy for the sure, job. They, sure. they, this was a massive But this guy coming also created expectations for sure. of, for no, sure. no, he, they're going to be in the mix every year. Because they got close right away. But you, you may be right that it may not be that they've got one of the three best guys, but they got one of the 10 or 12 or 15 best guys. And Clay Helton wasn't one of the 200 best guys. Yeah, yeah, guys. no, the Helton was. So it was, yeah. it was a massive, massive upgrade right there. One last thing I want to kind of talk about that J.D. mentioned. This idea, well, he's going to go to the NFL. He's going to go with Caleb Williams. We should like. Why would an NFL team be knocking down Lincoln Riley's door at this point? Why? Why is that something that they'd have to have? I'm not saying it's impossible. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, this is not where. Hey, that's the next big thing. I got to go get my hands on that guy. Was it? Was it? Was it two years ago? Year and a half ago? Yeah. No, he's always been mentioned. Yeah. But it's never happened. And I don't know if the last couple of years make him more attractive. That's what I was going to say. Does it yeah. have to be, well, look what he did with USC. Look, that's what, that's why I just keep saying. Be around at USC to, to churn this thing. When I say churn this thing around, what I'm talking about is if SC got to a college football playoff game and you lost again in the college football playoff, okay, you know what? It happens. Yeah. Yeah, his track record is not all good there. But then at least an NFL franchise or organization could say this guy's still doing it look what he did he was oklahoma now he's usc but he's probably going to take a step back before he takes a step forward this i'm trying to think of the nfl excuse me the college coaches out that you just say it's only a matter of time before they go either go to the nfl or go back to the nfl harbaugh's at the top of that list yeah that's definitely number one overall. he's number one overall is there an and is riley the second guy where it's like hey it feels like there's a little bit of an NFL vibe around him. I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, Saban's not going to do it. Kirby Smart's like, not going to do I, it. Yeah, I can't see Kirby Smart doing it. They're 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 like kings in their own hometowns. But it's just, 
It's a very special guy that is not satisfied with the college rank and is not consistently winning at the college rank because I think at college is a better job because you have more stability long term than going to the NFL. But maybe is it, um, I don't know, is it Kyle Whittingham, honestly? Is it Washington's coach? Is I, it Oregon's coach? DeBoer is interesting in, in Washington yeah. because he's a young guy and maybe like Kyle Whittingham has been in Salt Lake City for, I think he's been the head coach there 17 years. Yeah. I don't know how long he was on Urban Meyer's staff prior to that, but he's a lifer in Salt Lake. He's not, he's going to Joe Paterno yeah, that thing. Yeah. He's going to Bobby Bowden that thing. He's going to be there forever. He's until yeah. he decides he wants to leave, he's not leaving. Yeah. There's, there's no one to me that stands out besides Harbaugh. Lincoln Riley and Harbaugh of uh, people that you're like always here in the NFL room is because like, like you said earlier, it's a lot of these guys that they're good in college football. That means that they're going to stay in college football for a long time. But there's no like surprise team that's yeah. not going to cash it in, uh, like like a Luke Fickle out yeah. there. Yeah, the only other name for me is Brady Hoke. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't he already had a shot at it? He was, was at Michigan. In Michigan. Yeah, he was at Michigan. He was there. I think he was the head coach for what eight days. It was. I think it was a total like of it. two weeks for legal purposes. <laughs> I think he was an assistant. He in has to be there for a certain he, amount of time. It did not go well there for him at all. Uh, you you brought up a discussion. We can do this at forty five. You said Am that you think college head coach is better than NFL head coach. I kind of want to peel the onion on that a little bit. Factor caps coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey guys, if you're just yep. tuning in today, uh, just now, Travis is wearing my Steelers jacket because the Steelers jacket. beat the Rams yesterday. And comfy. Whenever it's the Rams lose, I guess someone here gives him. I was going to say we, we need like Arizona Cardinal fans in the building <laughs> yep. so I can t- give somebody else something. Here are the rankings of comfortable comfortability yeah. in the things I've had to wear. This is number one by a mile. Uh, well, hey, I thought the poncho. Niner one. The Niner is very this, comfortable. The, the, the <laughs> Niner poncho is nice, but it's too warm. Yeah. It's like it's really heavy. Heavy. A big hug. And then DeAndre got some. I think he got it out of a gumball machine. A tablecloth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that thing was oh, awful. Man. It was a gift to DeAndre. <laughs> We're not talking bad, but yo. It's one it's... of the games of the claw. It's like you got a poncho. Exactly. You yeah. pop open that little plastic egg and it opens up and you got a poncho. But this is a good look for you, Trev. Maybe like get another jacket of this of this uh, sort. Maybe I, I, I'm not going to lie, Em. It's super comfortable. Yeah, it's maybe, nice and warm. I'll too. make uh, 10 bucks. Nope. Nope. 15. <laughs> Mm, nope. All right. Well, mm, we'll see. We'll I'm click. going to the DMV today. Do you want to pick up that tab? Oh, is that today? <laughs> yes. Oh, we got to talk about that. Uh, maybe tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> so, Are you mentally prepared for this? I am incredibly nervous. Nervous? So, uh, oh, we'll is. talk about it in the break. Okay. I, I'm yeah. nervous about some stuff. Okay. Um, all right. So, um, 
So yes, last night after the Rams game, I went to go see a comedy show at the Pasadena Civic Center. It was um, John and John, so it's John Stewart and John Mulaney. Oh, nice! Uh, and it was kind of a co-headliner situation. So it opened, it had an opener, and then it had John Mulaney for an hour, and then John Stewart for an hour. Um, so my friends and I were going. We're, we're fans of both, and so um, we got like kind of cheaper tickets. Like you know, we're, it, we kind of ended up being. Like a partially obstructed view behind a pillar, and so like going to a Yankee game in the thirties. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> but you know, it's like it's it's a comedy show. You like it's mostly an audible like sure. experience. So we didn't really care that much that we were in the bad seats. So uh, we the opener started. He's he's, he's funny. So then this worker from Pasadena Civic Center comes over to me and my group, and I'm on the end. So he goes, "Excuse me, ma'am. Um, how many are in your party?" And I said four, and he said. So here's new tickets. We're going to take you and we're going to put you at 11 rows back in the dead center. Nice. And so perfect view right there. Great. Awesome. So we go to move over to our seats. Um, they also took our phones. So we had no flashlight or anything to figure out where our seats were. So it's already dark. The opener's on. And we have our phones locked in these little pouches. Okay. And so uh, we go to our, our section. And we like It's so like distracting. We go down. We look at the thing. And it looks like there's people in our seats. So I go to the person and I say, hey, I'm so sorry, but I think like you're in our seats. And he says, well, no, I, I I can't see my ticket, but I think these are our seats. So I was like, uh, okay. So then I got an usher. She asked them to move and uh, we got to our seats. So I should not feel bad about this, even though I did. <laughs> Travis, touch a cap. I, I don't know how to answer that, but you should not feel bad about it. Is that cap? Yeah, that's... Uh, that's- Cap. No, okay. fact, fact, fact. Yeah, that's fact. fact. Yeah, you. There be, you should not. They, the people that are running the show, offered you those tickets. They, at that point, become your tickets. And if yeah. and, and if you're there, front row or eleventh row, dead center, and someone else is in your seats, even if you bought, you know, obstructed view in the roof. Yeah. Those are now your seats. You shouldn't feel bad about that at all. Al? Okay, I got a follow up question here. So were they just close by? Were they like a row off? Yeah, they or? were like three seats to the right so it probably just was the same thing that they couldn't see the seat number sure and so they just assumed this is the right spot. Yeah, fact no problem yeah. at all right yeah no problem at all i think the only time that and this you see it, it have you go to a sporting event somebody's in your tickets or somebody's in your seats hey brother um these are my seats oh cool no problem they just get up and go two seats over to your right and then the next family comes yeah and now they're in their seats it's like okay well that idiot clearly has no interest of what his seats are you didn't do anything wrong and the guy that was sitting there did nothing wrong he couldn't yeah. see and got to his seats I, and also it felt bad because the opener was on and we yeah. could clearly yeah, be seen that we're having like the movement thing but again it's it's not our fault they moved us late that's not your fault at all i have two quick but questions. i'm uncomfortable with that too if it's like it's action it's going especially you don't want to be in anybody's event. way yeah. and, and in a comedy show in particular like in a baseball yeah. game the players aren't paying any attention sure, in a sure. comedy show the guy telling there was a guy or a woman i don't know but guy. the guy telling the jokes sees people arguing Shuffling. over a seat that is <laughs> they're gonna put it out <laughs> right they're gonna they're gonna do it two quick ones okay how was it uh, it's good. I, I I've seen John. I've seen John before. Uh, John Mulaney okay. before. Uh, and I like the other show better. The it's good does not fill me with. Hey, that was aw- those yeah. guys killed yeah. it. Were I they think, working on new stuff? They work on new stuff. I think my I was not in the right headspace. I was tired from work and I had some like extra personal life things that I was just like I was not in the mood to be rolling on the floor laughing yeah. out loud. So. What, and one last one. Why do they take your phone? What, what, what are they uh, concerned about? The testing, so this is happening a lot with comedy shows right now, if it, especially if it's a big guy. They don't want to release, they, they don't want to get that material released. Exactly. They don't like want the that, material yeah. released. They don't want to be caught in a weird situation. Mm-hmm. So they don't want it to be 
they want people to still see the special whenever the special yeah, comes out. It. So that's Don't what get kind canceled of... nowadays. No, and, and by the that's way, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, uh, yeah. The there thing to some... do too yeah. is you put a camera right here. <laughs> I usually get it from Carlo. <laughs> from our bug. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> nobody <laughs> knows. And before you know, it's on YouTube within a half hour. Perfect. I'm making <laughs> thousands off of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, you shouldn't feel bad. Plus, you had a physical ticket that shows proof that you're that's your seat. So, no, don't feel bad about stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, some of the jokes. Uh, yeah, I think they're, they they were funny. But who's better, Stewart or Mulaney? I think Mulaney because I like Mulaney more sure. in terms of like his comedy. Uh, I haven't seen Stewart do stand up. Um, I've, I've seen him on the Daily Show, obviously, back when he used to do it. But um, yeah, they're both good. I think they both had weird distractions happening in the middle of the show too, which is. A little odd, but anyway. Um, so this weekend, I also went to go see the Taylor Swift concert movie, and I went with my friends. We wore our like Eras Tour merch that we got at the concert. Um, we <laughs> bought the extra. So at AMC, you can get these uh, commemorative cups uh, and commemorative popcorn bowls, okay. and they're an extra like not that much extra. It's like extra five bucks for each because you get the popcorn and you get the cup too. So it's extra five bucks each, but I just got the cup. Cost them 39 cents. Yes. It's a good and return. My yeah. friends <laughs> are, and I all went to see Taylor in SoFi together. Okay. Um, at, and so the show that you're seeing at the concert is the exact same show. There's nothing different. There, so it's, you're watching a movie of the concert you saw with your own saw. two eyes. So <laughs> we have spent so much time, so much money, so much mental energy on Taylor Swift we have been brainwashed by Taylor Swift. Alan Factor Cap. Couldn't I couldn't find a more fact. <laughs> like caps. there is religions. <laughs> there's the Bible, there's the Quran, there's you know go down the list and Taylor Swift is somewhere. I don't know Torah. what it is, but it is literally a religion. You have 1,000% been brainwashed. Just Madonna. the amount of money I have spent on Taylor Swift alone is well. Well, can I, can I, before, like bef- before, we wrap, before we wrap <laughs> this around, was it good? Like, was it, were um, you happy to be there or were you like, I, I don't think this is necessary? Time. I had a fantastic okay. time. I had a great time. I was all smiles. I was like, let's run it back after the movie was over. But it is exactly... There's no behind the scenes. There's no extra stuff. It's literally just the show. But if you're walking away saying, I had a fantastic time, then I got nothing to say. Like, ultimately, at the end of the day, however you have a fantastic time, I thought, this was my opinion, maybe I'm, I'm completely off on this and I just do not understand this. I thought what they were doing inside that theater, especially for somebody that actually went to the show, would be like... Do I re- am I really at the theater watching this? I already went to the actual live show, but that's not her reaction. You're so. not a member, Slee. She's not. Nah, she feels she feels bad because she didn't girl math this one. It cost her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I definitely girl bad. math this, but it's also the the opportunity cost of being happy. Sure. Uh, Taylor Swift brings me a lot of joy. Again, if you're gonna make fun of me online, it's making me really happy. Good so, for you. Uh, no, then, but Jorge, have I been brainwashed? Yes, you have. I mean, because we talked about it yesterday, and I was telling you, I was asking you how different was the movie from the actual concert. You said it wasn't that much different, except that the cameras are right next to her. It's like you yeah. had a closer look. You see at the her. expressions. Yes. I got to see the visuals that I get to see because I kind of had a side view. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Travis, am I uh, brainwashed? Factor hey, you're not really asking me this. So let's just move on. <laughs> yeah. uh, what was funny too to me the is that I no, you were not. I tweeted out um, a picture of me and my friends going to see the movie, and so obviously we're all in our Taylor. 
Taylor Swift Eras Tour merch. I have a picture with my holding my Eras Tour commemorative cup from going to see the movie. And I said, oh, what movie are we seeing? And obviously everyone's playing along, being like, you're seeing The Exorcist. You're seeing Killers of the Flower Moon. Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, Top Gun Maverick <laughs> for the fifth time. So uh, I had a great time. I understand why everyone's making fun of us, but I had a good time. Uh, look, you had a good time end of the conversation that's all that matters right it's your money you get to spend it the way you want and if you want to donate to the uh cult of taylor swift (laughs) taylor swift foundation entirely your choice all right head coach on a college campus or in an nfl locker room that's next it's travis lee 710 espn now let's talk about the play of the week the pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team hypnotic was in the cup blue and ready for the play and boom Añejo tequila came in with a smooth assist to hypnotic's tropical fruit finish shaken strained poured it was green and good the playmaking splash shifted the tempo another great cocktail from the hypnotic team every season is hypnotic and tequila season hypnotic liqueur bardstown kentucky 17 percent alcohol by volume hypnotic reminds you to think wisely drink wisely when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Indeed. Caller number seven is Chris Salati from West Lake Village. Chris, congratulations to you. We need your Super Bowl prediction. I need both teams and how you think each team will score. What's up, Chris? Hey, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, Super Bowl prediction, San Francisco 49ers 31, Kansas City Chiefs 23. 31 to 23, the Niners over the Chiefs. So we got that right, Chris? Yes, sir. There you go. Congratulations, Chris. You are our caller number seven today. Good luck with your Super Bowl prediction. Thanks for playing Million Dollar Mondays. And just for playing, you will win two tickets to SoFi Stadium for the game coming up on November 19th. It's a Million Dollar Mondays on 710 ESPN, presented by Hollywood Park Casino. Eat, drink, play. Thanks, Chris. It's a pretty good deal, Slee. That's a good deal. You get to go to a Rams game, and you might win. By the way, okay, who you got to pick? If you had to pick today, who are you picking? I think his pick that he just took. It's pretty good. Yeah. I think that that I'm okay with that. Um, my question with the Niners now is health is going to obviously be important for every team out there, but that's the first time they've showed anything. It's like, okay, well, if they're not 100%. You've told me this, which I think is very interesting. You want to see Purdy in a game where he's down – you know, 21-14 in the fourth quarter, whatever it is, right? Like something he along those lines. He got a little lines. bit of that against the uh, the the Browns mm-hmm. last week, and he was okay. Yeah, like, it, was right. it wasn't yeah. like it was a tire fire. He was all right. He, you know, it wasn't perfect, but I don't think it will be a tire fire. I think it's just you're waiting for the moment of Purdy won that game. Speaking of the Niners, they got yeah. Monday Night Football tonight against the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Here are our picks. We still have the, the Niner game to go. I have four points. On one correct guess, I got Utah in the four spot. You have three points on two correct guesses. You had the Steelers and also the Utes. Emily got the Steelers correct at number three, so she has three points. Jorge has four points with Utah and the Steelers. So if the Niners win, Jorge's going to win the week. If 
the Vikings cover or win, you win the week. Then I will win yeah. the week. So just a, that's a, how it's going. A quick poll here amongst. Um, I'm not going to include you in it. I'm just going to include them in it. Let's okay. just say hypothetically the Niners won tonight. Mm-hmm. And the chances covered? and covered. The chances Trav brings up the standings tomorrow. <laughs> Zero, but I will definitely bring up the standings okay. tomorrow. If the Vikings win or cover yeah. and Trav wins the week – he might tell Chris, "Can we get in a little early today? Can we <laughs> do, do, we'll do that nine o'clock hour again? We'll take the whole hour to break we'll, it down. We'll do cut the nine o'clock hour. Seven points. It's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. It's in Minnesota. Debo's not going to play. Debo out. No hairline fracture. In. Yep. But yeah, Caffrey's going to play. Uh, you know, George Kittle. Yesterday was National Tight Ends Day, so he wants to make a statement. Who did knows? you guys see how? Uh, um, who did the Niners play that was very physical against them the week before? Uh oh the 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 um the Browns the Browns yep the Browns did not look good yesterday and I think it's just that physical game where you just bang on each other the whole time except Miles Garrett looked great. Miles Garrett's from another planet <laughs> okay that, guys, that dude's insane. I don't know if you've seen this video planet. but him jumping oh over gosh. the other line to block that kick was absolutely insane okay so there someone also resurfaced a video from his workouts over the summer where he was practicing box jumps with probably like seventy five pound weights in each hand he is another specimen there's there's obviously the T J Watts of the world the Miles Garretts the Micah Parsons the Aaron Donalds that are all game wreckers that are like that, but Miles Garrett and TJ Watt, I feel like to me are They're like the two human. ones at the top. Yeah. I, I throw Parsons Ick in Bosa. there too. I, but Bosa and Donald feel like they're just just this season. I'm talking about, but just this season, just a little bit behind. Can I confess something to you guys? Sure. Yeah. I'm pretty good at like party games. Right, cornhole, horseshoes, th- things like this. I'm, I'm I'm pretty good at those sorts of things. I'm pretty good at things like back in the day, like quarters and things like that. I I have an ability to be good at these games. I played die for the first time in my life this weekend. Do I know what die is? It's where you take one of the dice and you throw it up in the air okay. and it lands on the table and the other team has to catch it before it hits the ground. And okay. if, if it hits the ground, you get a point. If they catch it, nothing happens, and they can land in the cup. There's a bunch of weird rules, and you have to throw it super high. Okay. right? So it takes all these crazy hops off the table. I wasn't good at it, and it really, really bothers me that I wasn't good at mm. it. Do you think you'd be good at it if, if you were in college? Oh, see, and now you're... I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're, <laughs> don't be sorry, because you are you you just jumped right to the bullseye of this. That's no, exact, I don't know. No. I don't know about that. Yes. She's exactly right. No, because if you were good, if you if you were good at some of these games, a lot of these different types of games, all of them kind of have a similar. They've got a similar coordination to them. Let's put it that way. And all of a sudden, you're not good at this game. It's because I'm old and slow. I can't. I can't get to the die in time. I can't. I can't get my throw to land where I needed to land. Okay. It it was so deeply frustrating because games like this, I. I you 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 know I don't say this very often. I know what I'm going to win at before I even start most of the time. I know the things I'm good at. I would have bet a lot that I was going to be Did good at stretch? that game, and I was terrible, just absolutely terrible. <laughs> and if I were 25 instead of 52, I think I would have been much better at it. And I missed my prime. Would you still be good at like pong? I guess because pong I think ages better. Like beer pong ages well, better. Well, there's less. 
fast twitch. All that stuff you don't right? have to do anything, right? It's just literally coordination. But it just die, you got to be a little quick. You got to be, and you got to be able to move around it because it's like a ping pong table size. So you got to, you kind of play half the table. Your partner's on the other yeah. half of the table. You got to be able to move quickly. Well, that's like the equivalent of like running a marathon in <laughs> in these games. There that's was, a lot of movement. There's one part where you can do a, a FIFA, which I learned is where mm-hmm. if the but dice hits the table or it's coming off, you can I kick can it, kick it to kick my it partner. Up. If they catch it, yeah. we get a point. I kicked it over the fence. <laughs> I, I, I they actually everybody there they started actually packing the table up they're like that's I, it guys I, We're I, done. I i had like a 45 yard punt it was a nice hang time my defense was able to get underneath it i should not kick things it was it was a lot i'm just i'm so bummed at myself that i stunk at who that. was your partner uh bobby going up against mm-hmm. one of the other dads and michael and michael's like how do you play this yeah, yeah. right <laughs> right he's diving guys? on the grass oh, he's wow. coming he, he was he's kneeing it to his partner okay, i'm but like also Dude, come he on. Is michael an sending athlete. videos in to <laughs> other colleges letting them know bobby was good at it too em so they that bobby's you know fresh out of school and all this stuff so yeah. him being good at it's not a surprise so it's just a, ta- a regular table things bounce it's got a line what you like think of a ping pong table but instead of, of net. a net there's just a line okay. and you have to throw the die and has to land on the other side of the line, and you have to catch it before it hits the ground. Yep. So you throw it to my side, basically. Yes. Okay, and I have yes. to catch You have to catch, but you can't pin it against your body. Right. you got to catch it out of the air. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. We should play. Yeah, that fun. sounds we actually – that sounds very fun. <laughs> it's pretty fun. Yeah. You should do it in the conference room. Yeah, we should. <laughs> Every it, Tuesday. And so usually those games, too, the more you play – the, the better you get at it, sure. Not this one. No? Because you're trying to snatch something out of midair. It's a little challenging. It's like playing jack. It can hit the table as many times, but you can't reach over the table. To, you got to wait till it's about to fall off the table. Oh. So if it hits got the it. table and just settles on the table, nothing happens. Got it. So you want to throw it so it takes a crazy hop. And I stunk at it, and it bothers me. You had a question about your Padres and how they can get their hands on one of my Dodgers. Maybe. We'll do it next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.